I appreciate it, Al. Thank you. Thank you very I appreciate it, Al. Thank you. That was very kind. Holy cow! Hey, are you listening to me? Hey, me, that. Hey, everybody! Welcome to the Sports Attic. It is Tuesday night at 6.30 on November 9th, 2021. We're going multi-cities tonight. I'm in Chicago, of course. This is Clark Lawrenson. And my partner, the one, the only, Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III, is coming at you live from the city that never sleeps unless there's tonic and gin involved. Isn't that what they say about Austin, Texas? There he is, my partner, Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III. Well, hello, Clark Lawrenson, and hello, uh, listeners, all the alcoholics out there. It's a pleasure to be with you live from the music capital of the world, uh, Austin, Texas. Austin, by God, Texas, where, uh, you know, they have a lot of barbecue. They have barbecue restaurants like we have Walgreens. Really? Like everywhere you look, there's a bar. You can't, you can't go down the street without finding... At least one uh, one barbecue restaurant. So how much? And all how long have you been in Austin? Actually, when did you arrive got, in Austin? I got here Monday. You've been there since Monday. Yeah. Uh, today's Tuesday. Monday. Monday morning. Yeah. Yeah. Monday. So we're about like eleven. Four or five meal times in. How how many how many how much Texas barbecue have you had? Well, I, well, I. Well, one stop, but I, I somehow managed to order a hundred dollars worth of barbecue uh, by accident wow, at, 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 at the taco at the uh, barbecue place today. So you know how they say don't go shopping on an empty stomach. Well, I woke up this morning at like eight a.m. because sleep's all over the place. It was even mm-hmm. earlier. It was like five a.m. and I tried to watch some TV, but I think Comcast was out and that was Gone. affecting the, the digital some bullshit. So I had no television. So I'm like, you know. Maybe I'll just go to the – I'll jump into the spring. I'll go down to the spring, and I'll jump in and go swimming for a little bit. And uh, uh, so I went and had some coffee, then I went swimming, and then I went and saw the Stevie Ray Vaughan statue, and then I walked like a half a mile over to the barbecue place. So by the time I got there, it was like, I don't know, 1130, and I'd actually – I was hungry, and, uh, yeah, I got in line. And I get in line, and the, the rib guy's there, you know, and he, he, you get there, you get all your sides. And I got cream corn, which was – I've never had cream corn like that. I think, I think that, you know, this, you know, some cities you go to, and they have a specialty, like a Philadelphia cheesesteak. And you go, and you get the Philadelphia cheesesteak, and you go, well, this is pretty good. But it's not like, oh, my God, I can't get that in Chicago. I, I can't get it as good. But the, the level of, uh, of quality – it, the gap isn't huge down here in Austin. Like the the, the level of quality of barbecue is off the charts. You right. cannot get the barbecue you get here anywhere else. So, so yeah, yeah. I went up there and uh, I get up to the guy, I get my cream corn, I get my cornbread, and I'm at uh, Tony Black's. I think is the name of the place. A uh, right. big barbecue place. I don't know. Really good. Anyways, 
I get up there and they got all the meats and he's got this giant rib. There's like a giant rib with meat on it. And uh, so I start there. I'm like, well, can I get, can I get that uh, giant rib? And he's like, well, man, that's a commitment. I'm like, all right. He's like, you want the little ribs? And then, you know, he points to the little ribs. I'm like, no, I think I want the big rib. He's like, yeah, that's a, that's really a commitment, man. He's like, that's about a pound and a half. And it didn't look like that much meat. I don't know. But I, I, I said, okay. So I, I get that. And, you know, they, they charge you by the weight. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be expensive. I didn't think it was that expensive. And then he's like, would you like anything else? Uh, just a reminder, that rib is a commitment. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get the brisket. You guys are known for the wow. brisket. So I'll, I'll get some of the brisket. So he told you that, that you already had a commitment here. And then you went well, ahead and ordered told- more. Because yeah, you, you know me- more than the guy who's telling you, the guy who works there. Exactly. He goes – now, mind you, I ate a Delta 9 or a Delta 10 variant, uh, a gummy. And, sure, uh, sure. I'd never had it before. That's the, fake weed that, of... that's the fake weed that's been taken off of the controlled substance list in Texas now. Saw that today. So congratulations. Yeah, it's legal for you and everything. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. So so I get I – get, uh, so I'm, I'm rolling, you know, because I ate a Shut bunch up, of them because I didn't know how many. And I've been swimming and floating and whatever. <laughs> so I get, the, I get the rib. I get the brisket. And he told me the best thing on, on the menu is the rib. You know, this guy's a salesman with, with everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I get there, and then they, they go, to, they ring it up, and I got a Shiner Bach. I got a Shiner Bach. Win, a win, win in Rome, of course. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, a little bit of brisket, and then I got uh, some beans, and uh, I got the cream corn, and I feel like there was one of the Oh, banana pudding. And I bought a hat. I bought a hat from the establishment. Okay, so that's good. I get there, and then they go, they go uh, sir, that'll be $103. And I, I go, well, I, I'm not going to make a scene here. I'm too high to really understand what's going on. Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe the hat was $40. I don't think so, but no. so anyways, it, but it, it, he was right. It was way too much. That rib was. Uh, what's the quality of the hat? The, the hat could definitely be upwards of 20 Oh, yeah. They're, they could be selling twenty five, especially if you're at a tourist joint. Well, what, what would, would your boss do at your place? He'd sell that for twenty bucks for sure. I'm just oh, saying. Yeah, hey, there's some tips coming in for you, Al. Uh, Two tone shy town over on Twitch, guys. Watch us anywhere: Twitch, Facebook Live, anywhere, and uh, and Twitter. Listen to us on Blog Talk Radio or wherever you get your podcasts later. Connor's into the uh, into the barbecue. Guys, there's a whole show going on right here in the Twitch line over on Facebook Live. Everything, wherever you want it. So the hat looks great. That's a very larger hat, if I may. I like I like yeah. that style. It's, it's got a very I'm a blue collar going on. Right. And not like My blue God. collar, like the, the negative connotation of blue collar. Like, like, hey, I'm a blue collar guy. Go fuck off. Thank yeah. you. What negative connotation of blue collar? I don't know. There's, you know it, it, it all depends. 760-454-8834. 760-454-8834 to join them. That's 760-454-8834. Uh, you, you mentioned you wanted to jump in the spring. Is, is there just like a, a natural spring that's down there that fills up a pond with water? Is it, is it free or are you talking about a pool? Because you're in an Airbnb, right? Yeah, well, it's called a pool, but it's a spring, and it's very famous. It's like like one of the top things you do in, when you're in Austin, Texas. Man, there's this never pool. There, there's, there's a spring, and basically there's this uh, uh, water that seeps up through the limestone, 
every day. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's consistently year-round. It's 68 degrees. It's cold. It's, it's a cold spring. And uh, it's called Barton Springs. And, you know, there's dogs and there's old hippies. And there's, uh, you know, a lot of old people go there and they, they swim in the morning. And uh, uh, philosophers sit on uh, a stone and they talk about the world's problems, how bad the officiating is in the NFL, yeah. how terrible the Raiders' first-round draft picks are. Okay. They sit there and they, they um, you know, they philosophize on these things. You know, they, they say, the old man goes, hey, you know what? If you're young, you shouldn't be driving 160 miles an hour. And then the other old guy goes, you shouldn't do it if you're drunk, too. And, you know, and then they go, well, this solves the world's problems. I feel like and this is a real conversation that you that you happened upon down in the spring. Have you run into folks when you mentioned you're from Chicago today that said, wow, what a game last night? Are you getting that? No, no, no. I didn't get anything. No love. I did watch the game with some Texans last night. Okay. Some guy named Hot Dog and uh, some dude who was on acid. Sound no. on or no? Yeah, sound was on. Okay. I was Monday Night Football. I was at a, a wing restaurant. I thought I was a mom-and-pop shop owned by some Koreans. Oh, and, sweet. Uh, they, they made, they made hell of great wings. It's called Wings Up. I got a little nervous because it was like in a, a shopping center strip mall. Um, but, yeah, I went in there, and uh, TV's everywhere. They had, on, they had on the Bears game. They had on the Bulls. All right. So I, I got a little bit of both. And uh, nice people. Everyone, everyone was talkative. Everyone talked. Um, and then uh, there was a black family sitting behind me at a table, and they were cheering on the Bears. Uh, and I guess, uh, except her son played college football with Boswell. So she was really in the fucking She was Boswell. all about him. I bet that was annoying. I heard nothing about Boswell. Boswell right. gets strips of, strips of the play. Right. I just hear Boswell. And to me, Boswell just sounds like a Bond villain. And, you know, I mean, he is a Bears villain. A lot of people were a lot of people because the national narrative today, I was kind of surprised after the game because a lot of my view on all of the penalties were the Bears got screwed quite often. There there were quite a few bad calls, but there were quite a few legit calls too. penalties in total now. Like, right. So my view is, hey, you have to outplay that. But then the national field today, everybody's talking about it, how how terrible the officiating was. Am I wrong? Was, was was that the was feel bad. there watching it amongst neutral-ish fans or fans that were cheering as well? I heard, a, I heard a, oh, you guys got screwed there once or twice, yeah. That's, sounds like you're in Austin, I can tell. Um, yeah, let's see, yeah, 12 penalties for 115 yards was the total versus the Steelers, five penalties for 30 yards. Um, a lot of people given that, given that, uh, that umpire, that, uh, that ref, quite a bit of hell today, right? Yeah, well, I mean, it was deserved. The guy, uh, you know, he, he blatantly shoved his ass into, a, into a, you know, it's like the, it's practically Blackhawks territory. I don't know what there. happened there with him leaning back like that. I have no idea what he was doing there. He definitely took a step back in. But this taunting thing, Al, I thought he got it for the roundhouse kick he did, which I give him a 9 out of 10, at least, maybe a yeah. 9.5. It was fantastic. And this kid, you know, coming off the practice squad, what a hell of a play. But, Al, what you cannot do is walk over and look at a sideline. You are not allowed to do that in the league. It's intimidating. Have you seen um, – they, they showed what's-his-name, the Wattfellas celebration a bit earlier. you got to take a look at that, Al. He celebrated and turned and looked at the Bears bench. 
no flag earlier in the game. It's a double fucking standard, and they're they're not calling it legit down the line. It's so damn frustrating. I didn't want to make this show. I didn't want to make this open about talking about how shitty the officiating was, but it was very frustrating. When you have an incompetent coaching staff on top of incompetent refereeing, it's terrible. Yeah. Brutal. It's, it, I mean, it, it takes away the enjoyment of the game. And that is what fans, that's what we're looking for. You know, if the Bears would have lost without yeah, any God. controversy, it right. would have been easier to, uh, to swallow. And, uh, I mean, there was no expectation that the Bears were going to win that game. I mean, I went, I went into the shopping center wearing a Bears jersey and a Bears hat, knowing uh, I was probably going to be the laughing stock by halftime. And it, it wasn't the case. And by the end of the game, I mean, everyone left in the bar. We were very excited for the Bears. And, uh, you know, we were all cheering on that last kick. And, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, it, you know, it didn't happen. So. Well, if you had the sound on, were you fooled into thinking it hit the upright as well? I was, yeah. too. And then they showed the replay, and it was like 10, 15 yards short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, I was like, everyone was like, oh, man, it was so close. It was so close. It was oh, heartbreaking. And then I watched the replay, I'm like, Man, that, that didn't even get there. Not, not, not nearly as close as it looked. Um, hell of a fight Charlie they showed. Hell of a fight they showed. I bet it was nice to see that that whole crowd was behind you. Um, but if, it, if you got to think about it and come down to I've talked with a couple of my friends about this. It really couldn't have worked out much better. Justin Fields continues to improve, continues yeah. to develop in the NFL game, and the Bears didn't win a game. Like, if they're not going to the Super Bowl, then – Wins aren't really a thing right now. Am I am I wrong well, on that? that? Am I am I too negative by saying that? No, no, no. It, 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 Charlotte Jay just said that. That's where I was going as well. That like you saw progression from Justin Fields, and that that's a win. That's a victory. The team looked more competent um, as a unit than it had previously. Um, and then and then I told I mean I told the people at the bar this as well. I go when the My Bears God. lost. I go well. That's just. Thank God that gets us closer to Nagy being fired because, you know, if this, if this donkey uh, somehow mule kicks his way into uh, uh, the playoffs, then, you know, these, these, these stone fucking boomers running the organization and the grandma claws over there, you know, at 106 years old in her crypto chamber, uh, her frozen chamber over there, um, the McCaskey, I think she might be a vampire, to be perfectly honest. Uh, she, they, 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 they keep this guy. So I'm glad, you know, I'm the more losses, the better. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's keep it rolling. Um, keep fields getting better. We, we have the off week coming up now and I'm all for <laughs> watching just oh, rolling to his left, Al throwing, rolling to Yeah. Rolling to his left and throwing over to, to Darnell Mooney for that touchdown. Absolutely fantastic. Making some great throws. Yeah. Uh, my thing that I was, and maybe a lot of it is because I was betting on an anytime touchdown for Jesse James, you know, the guy that he had been showing some, uh, a little bit of rapport with before. $10 bet was going to pay me like 200 bucks, I think. Something like, I can't remember it exactly. Um, I also had it in a parlay. I kept getting pissed on why he kept throwing it Graham's way, which they didn't connect the first few times, but they were great passes. He, he hasn't had much time with Jimmy Graham. He said he's had all no. the time in practice with my guy. Jimmy, Jimmy Graham is a dust ball, and uh, <sighs> uh, it's, 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 time, it's time to retire him. It is. Uh, 
he find they're paying him way too much money for for what it's worth to be honest. Well, I I know the listeners are clamoring. Uh, DraftKings has made a ruling. I've Uh-oh. officially I've accepted a uh, one month suspension from the game. So I was over on uh, FanDuel this weekend, and I played a I played uh, the FanDuel uh, game last night, right. and uh, I man I nailed Friermuth. His Friermuth is a beast, man. Mackey Award winner. I think he won the Mackey at least. Dude, the dude's a straight up uh, just a, a specimen at tight end. So I put Friermuth on my team, and I, of course I made Justin Fields the captain, and then. I went with uh, Robinson instead of Mooney. I just had a feeling Robinson was actually going to have his breakout game, and uh, that that didn't happen. I think if I would have went with Mooney over uh, uh, Robinson, I probably would have won a lot more money. But I, I like doubled my money, so um, you know that, that was it was a good day. But right. yeah, officially, officially, the kingdom is under audit over at the DraftKings, and uh, the king the king must go elsewhere for, uh, for one a month, so. one month. One month, right, One into, month. right into the prime of my motto, right when my statistical database starts popping, these motherfuckers put handcuffs on me. This so. is going to be a developing story, Al, but uh, Schefter just tweeted out. This is kind of breaking here. Um, yeah. Minnesota ODB, Vikings ODB. running back Delvin Cook is the victim of domestic abuse and extortion. There's yeah, pending litigation, that. according to his agent. Wow. Huh. That's something that's going to play out over the next – couple hours maybe 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 days here that's if you don't have alexander madison on your fantasy um, yeah you, you may you may want to get him well and in your year-long fantasies tonight is the night right yeah you're getting uh you are it is tonight because you're getting there's a there's an number one he's he's already on somebody's roster because it's stupid if he's not like he's on he's on a lot of my rosters um, already because yeah. he's just a great value because of Delvin Cook. Delvin Cook Injuries. misses yeah. three, four games a year. And, uh, you know, this guy just steps into that massive workload. But, uh, you know, this is one side of the story. This is uh, this is his press getting ahead of the press. So, Oh, yeah. Know, Let's see how it all plays you, out. There's a lot. May get, it may come down the other side of the story that, like, you know, his, right. he beat his wife or something. And, and you know, I don't know. I have team. no information. Right, 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 right. I, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, because you see the word domestic, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe he, maybe his, maybe his father kicked him in the head. There's still know. a lot to be but. played out here. That's crazy. That is insane. Uh, people are very concerned about us and all of our suspensions here, Al. That's the thing yeah. that's going on. We're outlaws, buddy. I mean, you know, yeah, what are you gonna do? absolutely. And then Nick, Hoff, Nick brings up a great point as he always does. If by chance Virginia McCaskey is a vampire. And we are screwed for another 200 to 300 more years. We appreciate the interactiveness. We've always been an interactive show. We appreciate it, even if you're going to say dumb stuff. Not, not that that is. No, 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 no. That's intelligent. Because, listen, we don't know that Virginia McCaskey isn't already 100 years old. I mean, they, they, I think they, we know her birthday. I think we know her birthday, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we don't know if she's hundreds of years old because she could have lied. Like, if you're a vampire, especially... You know, vampires, if you really think about it logically, for years, man, vampires had it easy where they could easily lie about their age and bullshit. You know, every 50, 60 years, they, they could, you know, redo their, their uh, numbers But because there was no Internet. You know, there was no YouTube. There was no Wikipedia. People didn't know how old you were. In 1950, you could have said whatever you wanted. 
So now we're getting to the bottom of this? Now, like, now we're going to find the vampires? Is that how this is going to happen? It's going to take another 40. Why do you think they're trying to get rid of the internet? Box? Are you trying to get ahead of the story by bringing this all up right now? Are you trying to get ahead of your own story? That's what you're bringing up with the Delvin Cook situation. Maybe he's trying to get – maybe you're trying to get ahead of this vampire thing so you can throw us off. How old are you, Al? Well, that's between me and God to know. Um, Charlotte J is saying that he's hearing he is the victim, not the abuser, which I agree, but, that, yeah. but that's what you – like, you know, legally, if, if, if you're defending him, if you're his marketing or press people – and you know a story is about to break, why wouldn't you go out and say uh, – I mean that's you know, Jay from Charlotte who's a retired lawyer. So, I mean well, maybe that, we can get – He's, he's get the legalese. Sure. But, he can get yeah. the legalese on this for sure. That's what I'm saying. Maybe we can get a, maybe some of the legal stuff going on here. It was a girlfriend it looks like. that. Wow. What a crazy yeah. situation. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like most likely, that is the scenario. But anytime you gamble, anytime you know you, you report, you want to know the full picture, and you want to start betting on every possible outcome. So I'm hearing she is getting charged. Okay, so I mean that's a strong. If she is indeed getting charged, that's a strong indication that this is trending in the right way. Absolutely. Well, and, I mean, nothing yeah. appears to be the right way. Which, I mean, Delvin Cook. Delvin Cook is one of my favorite football players, and he's the kid. He's a good. He's a good dude. In this situation, I would like to see him be. Hopefully, he can find a way to play play through something like that. But I'm not going to judge anybody who is. But you know what I mean. Like sometimes, oh, if, in a situation like this, you you just go back to fucking work. That's my dad passed away. You know, recently, yeah. and and I just I I wanted to get back into work and back into doing things. It just sometimes that just makes the most sense. Uh, we are live at the Sports Addict. He's Al Larcher. I'm Clark Lawrence, and it's Larcher and Lawrence, and we've been together since 2012. Uh, we, let, you want to open up the phone lines? Sure, yeah. 760-454-8834. we got a couple of lines over there, 760-454-8834. If you want to join in on the conversation, please do. Once in a while, a tech, technical difficulty hits us up afterwards. Al, I was a little concerned that that, uh, that, that you wouldn't be able to make it, and we might not get a full show in tonight, but oh. it feels good to have you here from a distance. And by the way, uh, I wanted to rate your room, but I want to song from a distance. I want to rate the your shirt. World. That's a very great looking black, uh, like the dark blue bear shirt with very old school looking bears across it established in 1920. You're going with yeah. the old look of, it must be kind of cool down there in Austin tonight. Cause you got the, you got the thermal underneath going on or the sleeves. Underneath well, the, the sleeves are built in. The sleeves are built in. When oh, I grabbed the shirt for packing, I completely forgot that it, the sleeve it had sleeves. Oh, I uh, see. I think maybe you you could cut those if you had to. Just a thought. Why? And this is a classy looking shirt. Why? Why the fuck would I cut? I purchased the shirt with Sean. the intent of sleeve. Sean. Cut them. Sean. What? This isn't Kirkland. We're not watching NASCAR, Clark. You can leave your sleeves on, pal. Uh oh. We've been we've been found out tonight, Hawker over there. They say uh, neither of you are in an attic tonight. Technically, no. Wait, are you? Is your? Did you? Nope. When you get an Airbnb, do you request an attic? Being it makes I, you feel. I requested an attic, and uh, instead I got a, a tiny room. Okay. I love this. Okay. I love this space. I got okay, in here, yeah. and well, this thing I'm on now, this futon, was the only thing in the room. 
and, and, you know, it clicks down. You know, I clicks down because the futon. I, you know, I said futon. You, you know what that means. And I click it down, and there's a giant bar in my back. And if I roll over, the thing would tilt, and I would roll right off. Oh, and I'm like, what the fuck? What am I going to do, man? And then I look, and I see there's, a, like, a, a Mur- box. Murphy bed? You got a Murphy, Murphy bed? bed? Yeah. Murphy bed. Murphy's in the house, I'm babe. a big fan of the Murphy bed. Uh, David Lee Murphy. Yes, yeah. I admit. I got a drinking problem. There it is. Oh, yeah. I love some David Lee. Absolutely. Uh, what, Sean, when, Sean's here to see me pick on you. Which yeah. I, I really yeah, I love. saw that. Thanks, Sean. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, it I mean, you need it. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> Larcher. Ooh, Canada Dry. Nice. They're not a sponsor, but that's pretty nice. Uh, uh, there might be a technical difficulty with the phone lines right now. Looking over there at the uh, the old phone lines. But uh, join us. Give us a watch. Uh, Al. Yesterday, I uh, I happen to be going for a drive. My youngest is home with me on Mondays. My oldest is over at preschool, over just down the street at the local elementary school. And there's a yard sale, and I had seen the yard sale would be going on. I drove by it once the day before with it going on, but didn't get a good look. And then yesterday, I drive by, and I noticed these two pretty large action figures, wrestling figures, if you will. And from my view, I looked over, uh, and do you know who I saw? I saw, I saw Stone Cold Steve Austin and John Cena. So nice. anyways, then we go home. That's what I saw from the road, right? So then we go home, and Vera and I then have to walk over and pick up Hazel. And uh, walking home, it's not exactly on the way home. So the girls were like, Dad, where are we going? I'm like, oh, we should just walk over here. We walk up. Because I wanted to get a good look at these guys. And uh, and Hazel, she, um, Hazel and, and Vera were like, well, well I want to look at this table. I'm like, nope, those are the only things we need to look at. Guys, I think we, I think we should get these for Al. And they, uh, they were like, what? They're like, yeah, okay. So I asked the guy, I go, how much for both of those figures? And guess what? By the time I got there, I realized, Al, it was not... It was not uh, John Cena and Stone Cold Steve Austin. It was John Cena and Brock Lesnar. Look at the size of that. Hell yeah. Can you see the size of those compared to the kids? Like, if Vera were to stand up, it's about, like, she's just barely a half inch taller than Brock Lesnar there. Yeah, you got to send that to John Cena. And it, I will, I'll, I'll shoot him a tag or something. But anyway, the, the fellow was like, yeah, uh, I need 15 for each or 25 for the pair. 20 for the pair. Sounds perfect. And at the time I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to figure out uh, if he's like what I can get away with spending on these things. Right. Yeah. What'd you say? I should offer 20. You you, you pull out, you go, Oh man, I got to 20. But like, can I get away with that with the wife? Like I should have gone 15 or, you know, like I wanted to spend like 15 would have been the right, price for me but that's what i said i go i'll give you 20 and they started hemming and hawing and i had a 10 and a 20 and then three singles 
So I feel like I screwed myself over then. I go, well, here, here's 23. So I gave him 23, told Lauren I spent 20. She was mad, but fine that I only spent 20 bucks on them total. Yeah. And let me tell you, the kids, they play with them. They love them. They absolutely, they're, they're a win. Well, I can tell you this much. Uncle Al does not want those fucking things in my attic. So. <laughs> no, those are for Al. No, 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 Al's no, 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 Those are for Uncle Al. No, um, no, they were no, so no, pumped Al's when I said these are for Uncle Al. They were so damn pumped. Oh, look. Rockets in the Hello Kitty car. Thanks. That's you know, that's how Stephanie and Triple H started. Guys, a take a look at my Twitter feed or my Facebook if you're listening on the podcast. Um, and you'll get to take a look. And then uh, John Cena wanted to go for a scooter ride, so there he is. I can't see that. Is, that, is, is he on something there? No, that's John C- Yeah, it's hard to see. You can't see him. There he is. Unreal. Um, what a fantastic yard find. Am I wrong? That was good. Your, com- like your, your comment when you saw it was Father of the Year, it is the first time I believe that you've complimented me and my parenthood, and I just wanted to tell you thank you, partner. You're welcome. You're welcome. I feel like if there's a way, if there's an online submission somewhere I can make to get you Father of the Year at this point, I'm willing to do it. I think you should just write a letter to the president, write a letter to the uh, to the president of the local VFW. I don't know who. Just write a letter to somebody. Well, I went to the Chili Parlor Bar uh, Monday, okay. which is uh, it's a line in, in a, and there's a line in a Guy Clark song about he's he's basically the dude is stuck in Dublin. And he's uh, yearning for uh, for for, for a, a lady, and uh, he, the line is, "I wish that I was in Austin mm-hmm. at the chili parlor bar, drinking Mad Dog margaritas, not caring where you are." So I went to the chili parlor bar and I got a couple Mad Dog margaritas, which is what they make uh, they make with mezcal. Uh, so, you know, I got fucking hammered. But that place is right next to the state capitol. It's very famous, you know. A hippie revolution started uh, in this chili bar, and a lot of songwriters, a lot of singers go there, but also like the governor of Texas back in the day, Ann Richards, would go there. And to this day, it's a place where a lot of, lot, you go in there and there's dudes in suits who are like state senators or senators or, you know, because the, the, the state capital is right, uh, you know, two blocks down. And then there, there's, uh, there's weirdos. There, there, there's hippies and, and, and people who look like they should probably be arrested uh, upon entering. And uh, it's just this crazy mix of, of people eating chili and drinking uh, mezcal margaritas and getting fucked up. So um, I was really tired. I got no sleep flying in. And then there was one baby. You know how I feel about babies on planes. Should absolutely be outlawed. I hope their parents, the, the tip to all parents out there, try to get over the wings where the engines are. It'll help make you happy and most people around. Because if you're over the wing, the noise of that cancels out the noise of your baby. It's so hard to travel with a baby. You've got yeah, to see the other side. You've got to see. Fucking RV. What? Get what? An RV. Get an RV. Or, or, an RV. or just rent your own plane. Right? Like, yeah, rent yeah, your own, rent plane. Your own plane. There you go. Neat. Great. That's better. Thanks, well, Al. I'll, I'll, yeah, fucking thanks. Good news, Clark. Yeah, good news, Clark. I was sitting in the same row as them, and we were on the wing. Good. So, uh, oh, in the same row as the baby? How'd you get the same yes. row as the baby? Because of oh. fate, Clark. You know, and I've been to wrestling with me. you. I've been to wrestling with you. You always get the seat behind the tallest guy. 
Yeah, in planes they get babies. Yeah, that's why I roll with Charlotte J. He flies. Uh, well, oh. yeah, Jay. It, maybe I'll try flying private myself. Right. It's so like he's right though. Like if I if I had the option to do that, that's exactly what you want to do as a parent. Al, I want you to know that the parents are feeling very, very. Yeah, Jay's got six too. Like that. Well, he's a retired lawyer. I'm sure right. he has yeah. servants. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, Absolutely. he's got a staff. He's got Mr. Belvedere, you know, uh, helping with Wesley. So uh, uh, we just watched a movie with flying to flying overseas, flying to. Oh yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So so we're we're landing we're landing and I look over and uh, all I see <laughs> is the baby staring at me with the biggest smile, just like looking at me like. So I, I look you had over a good right friend. So, so I wave at the baby and all I see the parents. I see everyone had the. the they all they all look to see what the baby's looking at. Then another, all everyone's staring at me. So I'm waving at the baby, and the kid has the biggest smile. So I, the baby won me over. I still yes. hate the parents for putting the baby on the plane. Yes. Um, no. No. Oh, the parents were so happy to see that you waved at them, and because they were worried about you being concerned about sitting next to a baby. I promise you that. It's that situation where that mountain lion is way more scared of you on that trail than you are of it. It's that situation. Mountain lion. So, anyways, I get off the plane. Now I'm really tired. So uh, the Airbnb is not ready for a few hours. So I go to the chili parlor bar, and they got like six different kinds of chili, but uh, they have like sampler plates. So I get like yeah. one of every chili, and uh, and then I start drinking the Mad Dogs, and man, I got I got a little fucked up. And uh, well, but I had a lot of good chili. That's good. Like a nice. Uh, let me tell you something else as a parent. You do a lot of your drinking during during the day. You go out for brunch and have some drinks, yeah. right? So you were doing some some good day drinking yesterday, then. Yeah, I had some good day drinking. Well, I got my buzz on. Well, in these and days, there's not as much light, so you still had some light going on. So that's well, good. We're in Texas, Clark. The sun never stops shining. Uh, yeah, it was a gas. It wasn't as bad as you would think. I tell you what, I was making bubbles in the Barton Springs today, uh, but. I took I took like a four hour nap and then I woke up just in time to get to the Bears game. And then I went to the wing place, so, you know. yeah. and then I get to the wing place and I'm sitting next to a dude on acid, you know. And he turns to me at one point and he goes, "Hey, buddy, do you want to take them down?" Oh, boy. And I, I turn to him and I go, uh, uh, "I go, who's them?" And he goes, "Never mind." I was going to ask, how did you know he was on acid? But I think you've provided well, the context. You know, and then a guy, well, he was acting really weird, and he clearly was. And then, then a dude named uh, Hot Dog sits down next to me. And I know his name is Hot Dog because the guy on acid goes, whoa, who are you? And the guy goes, my name is Hot Dog. Oh, my God. If, like, you, if you're on acid and this dude comes up and says, my name is Hot Dog, how? Yeah, yeah well, and then, wow. you know, Hot Dog talks to him for a minute, turns to me, and he goes, I think this guy's on acid. I'm like, Hot Dog, I think you're right. But then Hot Dog, you know, they have the frozen margarita machines. So, I mean, I went from Mad Dog margaritas at the uh, at the chili parlor to uh, frozen margaritas. I don't know what the, what is with Texas and margaritas. And uh, so I'm drinking these frozen margaritas, and I had – I had a lime one to start, but my stomach was starting to get a little fucked up from all the heat I'd been eating all day. And uh, so I switched over to the strawberry margarita, and Hot Dog pulls up, and he goes, yeah, why don't you give me one of them swirly swirls? And he got both. My mind was blown. 
Sounds absolutely fantastic. Are you sitting at a bar? Is there a corner? Are you guys able to like see each other? Like I'm just trying to get the. No, no, it's a, it's a straight bar. A straight, straight bar. bar TVs. So they're yeah. over there. You guys are looking at the TV. All right. Okay. What's on the TVs? Just uh, some uh, sports shows, some sports talk shows that you can't hear from last night. Showing no, some this highlights. Is, this is the this is the Bears. This is uh, Bears. Oh, this is last night for the Bears. You had yeah. an LSC guy there. Woo! <laughs> That'll do. So. Yeah. So I mean, that's been Austin so far. It's it's a lovely town. What's up nice for tonight? People. Is tonight just a night in? Uh, uh, you know, you, you settle down in the Airbnb, or do you head down? Well, have I, you found a local pub to go see? Have you found? You, you mentioned a show, maybe. Well, I was gonna go. Uh, I was gonna go. There was a, a, a Japanese Mexican restaurant, like a combination. You know, where they, they mix the foods. Uh, but that place was expensive, so I was gonna go there tonight. But after spending a hundred dollars on barbecue, I don't really feel like eating anything anymore. I feel like being a, becoming a vegetarian is just eating salads from here on out until the day I die. It's not gonna happen. I'm gonna have meat at some point, probably the next half hour or so. But uh, next half hour, next couple hours. But I was thinking about going to the Continental Club, which is like a you know live music venue where All shit's right. always popping. So yeah, we'll see. The night's young. That'll do. I got some energy. I got a second wind. Did you get any uh, so, wins? Did you get any wins out of the FanDuel, or did you come out uh, behind this week? Okay then. I lost. I lost. Yeah. Well, it's a different game. FanDuel runs a different game than what DraftKings does, right? I dropped like three hundred bucks. Um, yeah, it's it's different, and I didn't get into it until like Saturday night, like you know, because I was waiting on my suspension news. So I never started doing the work because, the, oh. you know, to do FanDuel versus DraftKings are two different uh, point lists. And, uh, I mean, I, I guess I could have broke down teams and stuff, but I just wasn't in the mood. And then, of course, being a gambler and being, you know, you, know, you, you can't help yourself. Right. You know, you got to gamble if there's gambling to be had. So mm-hmm. I went ahead and uh, I, I threw together teams and uh, I did a lot through the optimizer and the optimizer has a different build than it does with DraftKings, so I had to, to adjust some things. And I mean, it was a pain in the ass. It just it, it wasn't it wasn't my week to be had, even though this is, was historically my winning week, my winningest week in uh, in, in gambling. In, first week, first Sunday of November. And as you and I discussed, I mean, I'm a little concerned that maybe the the uh, the 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 overlords of DraftKings are watching this, and they might hear yeah. me say this, but. I think there's a bit of conspiracy. They know that the Larcher always wins this week, and you just happen to get suspended right now. It's a fun theory. It's, it'd be fun to read it on Reddit. Like if if, if, if I saw that on Reddit, I, I would be engrossed in it. We, that like a, we could write a Reddit post that would be. We could write a Reddit post that would be worth it. I am in Austin till Monday, so I'm t- taking a week down here. Uh, yeah, yeah, like if I write it on Reddit, but if logically you think about it, they get their VIG. That's how they make their money. They get their money off the VIG, and uh, it doesn't matter who wins. What's the VIG? The, the, uh, they're cut. They're, 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 they're right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're getting the cut no matter what, right? Like, so, right, so, so it doesn't matter who wins at the end of the day. So there's, but, there's no reason for a conspiracy to But exist. they are out there looking for cheaters, and they're trying to stop cheaters, but I feel like they, they – with you, it feels like a fine line, and to me, you're doing less than what 
with with your your building your building lineup sharing strategies. You're doing less than what, and I'm I don't know if we were going to talk about this. I'm sorry. If a guy's counting cards at the blackjack table, that's highly yeah. frowned upon, and it'll get a, get a guy kicked out of the casino. That's right. what I'm saying. And I feel like what you're doing isn't that. No. That's. No. They, they, I mean, they, they called it collusion. They, they labeled this upon me. It's the stain I have to bear, my scarlet letter. But uh, I, you... I think I'm not... Oh, the wife's I... gone to eat at Portillo's. We had a guy. So the acid guy left. Then some fella came in, and he sat down, and we were talking. And he goes, oh, you're from Chicago. He goes, hey, my last name is Portillo. Uh-oh. I've been there. Sure. Does he pronounce it Portillo or Portillo? Well, he said Portillo. I don't know. Just checking because I've been, I've been, uh, I, I was down at spring training down at Sloan Park and leaving there. A Portillo's had just opened up outside there because that's what they're doing down there. They're smart. Like Lou Malnati's open finally. No, they're over expanding. They're so, well, Portillo's, they've gone public. I've got three shares, my friend, because they're going to go from their 76 stores or whatever it is to over 600 stores in the next 15 yeah. years. Uh, so get in now. See Sabaros. Go, go watch a YouTube video on Sabaros. That's fine. I'll get in on the three shares now, and then when they're worth $200 more, I'll make $600 off of it. That's fine. He's, I'm not taking – number one, I'm not taking any stock advice from you. All right. You know that this. is fair. Do you not. Know this. I, this is not advice. This is not advice. <laughs> my, port, my, my portfolio has one black mark on it, one stain, and it, it's advice from Clark Lawrence. Oh, and get over, out of here. Over, advice. It, it wasn't. It it, I told you this is not advice. I just said I want to put it out there. Yeah, Everybody yeah, can yeah. see it. This is for I, 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 You got it. This is an advice. Don't take it. But if you don't, you're going to lose millions of I dollars. I didn't say I'm that. Gonna, I'm planning on getting a boat. I did not gonna, say that. I didn't moving, talk about a I'm boat. I'm not getting a boat. I'm not moving to Charlotte. Although, woo, I am not moving to Charlotte. Have you had the uh, Sabaro breakfast wraps yet? I don't know what that. No, I don't eat so breakfast wraps. Now. That's an abomination of uh, uh, of culinary uh, civility. I, I absolutely will not eat a, a breakfast wrap. Eat your fucking breakfast. You don't need to wrap it. Not everything needs to be a wrap. So, Al, everything's a remix. Coming into this week in our league, on the year, in our uh, in the the league of rainmakers that you run, run right. Coming into way, this week, you, before you get before you get into this, let me just say I might be done with the video thing on this whole thing. Why? Because I watched back uh, one of the last week's shows, mm-hmm. and I look like a fucking astronaut because I have my TV screen. See, I'm normal this week. Because I got the, the laptop in front of me. But normally I have you on a monitor on my TV screen. So I'm like this the entire show. I look like, like I'm on one of those astronaut things because I'm never looking at the camera. And I'm like floating. And meanwhile, you got good lighting. You know, you got a little tan going on there. You're, you're hiding the waistline. <laughs> look, you know, you got look I, I got the ring. I got the yeah, ring got, over there. Yeah. No. Well, why don't you work on your studio a little bit? You got to work on what's behind you. By the way, I do enjoy the closet doors behind you that are kind of almost shut. It's yeah. going well. Oh yeah, man. And it looks you know, great. I put a lot of time into this. I put you look great. Into You're this. talking into the screen this time. I think. <sighs> should, should you just come here and do the show? Um, Absolutely not. Larger. The the thing here is that. Um, you 
have a yearly tally going. You have a trophy that you ordered. You didn't quite yeah. remember ordering the trophy, but it's for your League of Rainmakers uh, yeah. club. Yeah. And I, I decided that this week maybe I shouldn't play because you are suspended. And I'm thinking to myself, perhaps I shouldn't, but I'm a man of integrity, and you are a man yes. of integrity. And I know one I thing about you, Al, is you would not want me to not play in this. You but, want it to be but, fair but, and square. But you're playing the junior varsity team when the so you know you play the junior varsity team. You what don't do you have mean? the star. Huh? You don't have the main event. You you don't have the guy to beat. You, the the New England Patriots have been taken out of the equation, and the, so that leaves you. Tom Tom Brady. So Tom Brady left the team. Is what you're, you're Tom Brady, and you've left yes. the New England Patriots, taken them out of it, and certainly, um, y'all, I um. I just wanted to oh, before 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 you get to that, Clark. Well, oh, let yep. me just say uh, the Murphy bed was named by a guy by the name of William Lawrence Murphy. Oh, are you and looking at not Irish David Lee immigrant, Murphy uh, from New York? He wanted to find a creative method of making space in a small apartment, so he applied for the per- first patent around 1900. And according to legend, he was wooing an opera Woo! singer. And oh my God, did they woo, baby! Um, and you know those opera singers, they have great lung capacity. Uh, but living in a one-bedroom apartment in San Francisco and the moral code of the time frowned upon a woman entering a men's be- be- bedroom, you know, well, I mean, the situation, there's a bed in his living room, can't have a woman over because this is the I Love Lucy days. This is before I Love Lucy, when you had to have a foot on the bed on your TV. If you had a TV show and you wanted to have sex, you had to have separate beds. So <laughs> wait. Murphy. How are you having sex from separate beds on the TV show? Well, only a couple people had reality shows back then because they, they only had like two channels. <laughs> and one of them was Fred and Lucy. Uh, so uh, Fred and Ethel and, you know, Lucy and Desi. So uh, Murphy's invention uh, converted his bedroom into a parlor. He didn't have chili at his parlor, but he did have a parlor. And it enabled him to entertain. So... That's when the disappearing bed became a thing, June 18th of 1912. And uh, another designer for a bed uh, became on June uh, 27th of, 20, of uh, 1916. So, yeah, space-saving purposes. They were very popular in Chicago uh, back in the 60s and 70s because they were sold through Sears Roebuck and oh. uh, their, their catalog. I, so, I bet a lot were sold right over here from right uh, down the street over at Cicero. In Irving Park in Milwaukee. Yeah, six corners is uh, us locals like to say. As us locals if, would say. If it's not secured or used properly, you see, a Murphy bed could collapse on the operator. A 1945 court case in Illinois found that the tenant assumed the risk of injury from a wall bed installed in a rental in room, much like this Airbnb. In 1982, a drunk man suffocated inside a closed Murphy bed, and two women were entrapped and suffocated by an improperly installed bed in, as soon as 2005. A, 19, a, a 2014 lawsuit alleged that a, a Detective Murphy bed led to the death of a Staten Island man. So there's a little bit of, of history on the Murphy bed for you, Clark. Oh, that's been great. That was really wonderful. I'm glad you took that time out of your own heart to explain the Murphy bed. That was very kind. We were all clamoring and wondering. The whole world was wondering about the Murphy bed. So thank you so much. That's very kind. That's. I've actually not been uh, 
I actually enjoyed that quite a bit. I'll be honest. Thank you so much. Uh, let's get back to the uh, let's get back to the main story over here real quick. Well, what uh, happened while I was at the beer stand was going into it. Uh, you win the week, you get five points. You get second place, you get three points. You get third place, you get one point. Right? I'm up on you, twenty-two to fourteen. You and I are in first and second place out of about ten people in our DK league. Right? Well, this week there it is. There it happened. I played in the league this week. And let's see what happened. Oh, shoot. Five more points out. You're out for another how long? About four weeks. Four four weeks to the season. So my lead is now 27 to 14 over you. And you're you're still in second place. Basically, Clark, I'm the big dog. I'm Derek Henry. And uh, I'm dominating and leading in yards per carry in every measurable uh, aspect uh, of the sport. And now I got this injury, and I'm out a month. Now you have a chance. So good for you, Clark. Good for you. Oh, I I mean, am I still going to get the trophy? Listen. How's this going to work? I, I will make sure there's an asterisk next to the name, uh, but you, I think you probably will get the trophy, yes. Uh, in the meantime... So far, I have the lead. I don't know. Do you feel like it, it's it's uh, there's not much of a chance for you anymore at this point? It's gonna. It would t- it would take a miracle for me to come back. I mean, I, I have faith in myself. You know, we may have to implement a the top two teams in the league end up playing for the uh, trophy in a playoff game. We so, call that I mean, moving the goalposts. Is what we call that. Well, when you're the league commissioner, there's a lot of ways you can be uh, a dictator. I get it. Yeah, you you, know. you like dictatorships. It makes sense that you're the guy. Listen, hey, hey, Clark, how much did you offer to pay for? How much did you offer to chip in to buy the trophy? You didn't ask. You, you I just, didn't ask. You bought it one night. Ask. You bought it one night when you were high. You didn't even remember buying it. First of all, who created Let's the point system? Who created you, the point system? You created a great point system. Can I ask for any help with no, it? No, no, and I've got to tell you, I've got to tell you, your dictatorship with the point system was perfect. It was, yeah, you so. did really well in creating the point system. Let's just get to that point. I wanted to ask you this: while you were there last night watching the football game, and you had the Bulls game on another screen, I didn't get to watch it. This morning, I watched them. Uh, I watched the highlights uh, of that game uh, late, right? Because. Uh, because I watch bears. Um, I actually, I had to do, I had to do a little bit of training beforehand. So I didn't get to watch. Um... Oh, oh, hold on, Clark. Hold on. We have, I have a fantasy football emergency. Oh boy. I'm, D, I'm dropping uh, D Johnson from the Cleveland team to pick up another player, but it just got, it just got announced that Mixon now has the COVID and that uh, suddenly the Cleveland guy is now one of the uh, top plays on the week. So hopefully the, these uh, I can pull back on. Uh, I love your on specifics that. on this. That's what really helps us figure out who we're talking about. But um, Lee Johnson of the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, come on, man. What were um, what were the thoughts down there in Austin, Texas, on the uh, what were the thoughts down there on the Chicago Bulls? As that game was playing, did you have a few people say, "Oh, you're from Chicago"? These Bulls are they legit? Because no, no one, 
No one has talked to the Bulls. Yeah, no, it might be a thing that people don't care about yet. We are ten games into the season. It's um, it's I'm ten games in. They played the Brooklyn Nets, who are supposed to be one of the top teams in the league. And yeah, there's there's injuries and the whole Kyrie thing going on and whatnot. Wow. I love it when I'm playing on the stream here that it just gives very slow motion highlights over there. Um, yeah, I like that. You can break down. Wait, Chubb is out? I believe so. Wow. So it is Johnson then. Because uh, the other fellow's not back yet, right? Hunt? No. Hunt is still on the IR. Oh, man. Um, Although there's, there's talks he might be coming off, so. I watched the extended highlights this morning. Very good to see. I mean, DeMar DeRozan is better than better than I ever thought. He's more of a scorer than I thought he would be here. I thought that was long gone, but he had just been playing a role down there with San Antonio. From what it looked like on the highlights, uh, Vooch, Vucevic, he had a great, especially first three quarters. You still got Zach Levine over there playing with the, uh, with the, bum, left, uh, with the bum left thumb. Uh, but you got to talk a little bit about the bench right now, too. Um, Caruso, that guy's better than I ever thought he would be coming from L.A. I don't get I didn't I haven't been watching too much uh, NBA the last few years, especially out of the West Coast. So um, he's great. And then Io, Io DeSumo, like he had dropped yeah. to the second round. The, the Bulls didn't have a first round pick, so you weren't ex- expecting much. And he dropped all the way down to the second round and he's actually producing so far now some interesting news that'll throw another wrinkle into it al is kobe white is back on the bulls roster bulls currently sitting seven and three third in the conference behind the 76ers and the miami heat Ooh, um i don't know a lot of optimism here. The concern was that their trades weren't going to be enough to win a championship, but I'll tell you what, I'm having a whole hell of a lot of fun watching Chicago Bulls basketball this year. And as this team continues to gel, let's see what happens with Kobe White coming back. Is he going to take Io's minutes? Like, where are we going with that? That's the thing. I, I don't quite know. Well, it's promising right now. And, you know, in a city that, uh, is struggling with sports. Uh, it's exciting to have something that, that, that's popping and going off. Look at Hawker. And, uh, There's a stat. Hawker, they outscored the Nets 42-17 to 17 in the fourth. This, the NBA is so full of these. Uh, it's been fun to watch. Like a team can get up by 15, and then the next, the next quarter, the other team's up by 10. It's such a different league than it used to be. But it is, I'm, I'm sounding like the old guy right now, but it is so damn much fun to watch them playing right now. So it really is. Mm. <sighs> All right. So, so that's my Bulls talk for you. Sorry, I didn't mean to put you to sleep over there with Bulls talk. You want no, me to talk no, baseball? No, I had to get some fantasy. If you like, I'll, I'll find some fantasy. baseball to talk about if you want. I do have, well, a little, I mean, the, I have a little bit of WNBA news, but. The breaking news, you know, the hot girl sitting at the bar opposite of the hot dog guy at the uh, acid dude. Uh, there were two uh, hot young Texas ladies, and we started talking uh, Did you sports. just get a text? She's like, uh, I like, uh, she, they were like, well, I, we like the Blackhawks, we like the Bears, you know. Um, and I'm like, well, what about the Cubs? She's like, oh, I don't like baseball. Baseball's boring. I'm like, yeah, you know. You had a this friend. Is, uh, you had a friend. Yeah, of course. 
the world is coming around Al's way of thinking. So I'm excited about that. Absolutely. Now, my, my quick WNBA news that they're doing, you know, a lot of times WNBA stars have to go overseas in the offseason to play for money because there's just not enough money in it. In Las sure. Vegas, they're starting a league, um, and they've signed, they just signed, I believe, 13. It's called Athletes Unlimited. They're starting a basketball league, so uh, these folks aren't going to have to go over across the, across the pond uh, to play. They'll be able to play here and hopefully be able to make – Enough money to make a living. Yeah, I go to Europe. I mean, that—that's. Well, you just want to be done. You want to be done. You don't. You don't like WNBA players. You just want to get rid of them. No, I mean, I want them to make enough money where they don't have to play for anything else except the WNBA. Sure. But. But (laughs) go explore the world if you can. Yeah, exactly. Go be a star in like fucking Romania. I mean, that'll still be an option. I mean, sure. That'll still be an option. Hell, NBA players play in Europe a bit, you know. You know, some players Romanian women things like that. It's still an option to go do that. Hell, to be paid to go overseas, that'd be fantastic to have it. Have a gig. You can go spend three months there. That's great. But if you had to do it every year over a ten-year career, that might yeah, get to be a bit fun. much. You've got family. You know, it, that could be a bit much. But. Look, look at these wrestlers, man. Like they go to Japan and they love it. You know, yeah. they love it. You got Sean on your side over there. Man, you're starting to get comfortable over there. You making it over to this hockey talk is seeming less and less to me. Let's just uh let's be honest about that. I mean there's there's always Grubhub. Do you know who hasn't joined our show since we came back a month or two ago here? Since since we took the summer off? Lou. We, we haven't heard from Lou and the Bulls beat the shit out of the Nets last night. Where's Lou? I hope he hasn't been hanging out over on the phone lines. Jersey Lou. Jersey Lou's been coming on the show off and on for what? Eight years? Seven years? Six years? Yeah. Jersey Lou's got he's got the answers, man. No. Like if you want if you want if you want like the sports answers, if you want to know what's going on in the sporting world, Lou Lou's got you, man. We need Lou to call back in. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. Well Man, these gummies, these gummies hit. Yeah. I, I, that's perfect. They're hitting just fine. Uh did I watch Parasite yet? No, did I you didn't. watch Parasite? No, no, I did not. But you did watch the documentary on the hockey. I did watch the documentary on that. Guys, remember the documentary trailer from last week? Untold. Look for that hockey story of the Trashers. What, what, what was the hell the name of that town in Connecticut? Yeah. It slipped my oh, mind. That's a big one. Dude, the pasta fella cut whipping out a big word over there. What is that? Sispiandas? This fian, uh, damn, that's a you know, that's a collegiate level uh, word. I, I mean, I'm on a campus, but I think it's monumental. Yeah. Maybe is where what it's on. I would gather it's somewhere up there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from a context uh, standpoint, you know, you know what the word means. Did you go there to start that new university, Al? Is that what you're doing down in Austin? Oh yeah, call me that, Professor Larcher. That's what I thought. You son of a bitch. Yeah, I mean, look, it, people don't want to attend these games. Um, uh, I'm going to get either a five-game package or a half-season package of nine. Clark, you talk about this. You, you, you blather about what you're getting with these, these lady games. Yeah. And I haven't seen one picture of you and the family at the lady games. Because How many Sky it's games? The, it's the off-season. You've been, talking, it's you've the been off-season. talking about going to a Sky game for at least three years. How many games have you attended? It's the off-season. We haven't been able to go. Hey, how, many, how, how, how much of anything have I attended? Zero how many points. 
Zero. How many of okay, anything Mark. have I attended? I haven't attended yeah. anything. Oh, bullshit. You get your wrestling show. You get the thing. I you get to my wrestling shows with my buddy Al because I can get out. And, and then I use up my whole quota going to that. And then I don't go to anything else. And it's fine. And I enjoy going to wrestling with you. So it works. I mean, I, I love it in concept. You know, pro wrestling found a way to make women more relevant in their business. Yep. You know, of course, it's it's a worked sport, and you have a fixed audience. I don't know. You just have to you have to convince the audience I'm, to accept it. I'm telling you, and I know you were annoyed by you were annoyed by my Sky fandom, but I hadn't seen. I, I saw some of the best basketball that I've seen played by that team. That Chicago Sky team played really damn good basketball. Yeah. Like really damn good basketball. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it you know, yeah, enough I, that I'm going to go. I, I know you're a fake Chicago and you're a carpetbagger, but, uh, you know, before you were carpetbagging, we had something called the Bulls in the city in the nineties, which you're plenty uh, old enough to remember. So, you know, I mean, if this is the best basketball you've seen, eh, Mazel Tov. Yeah. I wouldn't say the best basketball that I've seen. It's some of the best basketball. It's one of the best basketball teams. That I've watched play basketball. On a scale of one to ten, uh, how how good is it? It's like a seven and a half to eight. Some of the best basketball I've ever seen. How's that pillow? Pretty good. It makes a difference. Yeah, I bet. You it know, does. I'm a little I'm a little jealous. I left the cat. You know, I left the cat behind. Of course, I didn't take Rygar vacation with me. Uh-huh. And she's never she's never not seen me within twelve hours. Like, you know, since I've gotten her, there's never been a point where I've, I've not come home. You didn't, so you didn't ask me to come me. over and check the food or check the, the litter box or anything. Who? You get somebody else for that? Well, I got a neighbor who lives under me, who's the landlord. Okay. Who has a, who has pets. Well, he, he insists that every day he sends me videos of him going up there. Yeah. And uh, oh, I, he, I like yesterday, a Monday, Monday, one day in. And the cat is rolling over and letting him pet him. I was so jealous. Oh, you I'm like, are. Rygar, you sold me out already, honey. Oh, Rygar's into somebody new. Were you what she did you wants, want to, do you want Rygar to attack when somebody comes into the place? Like, what I do wanted, you do? I wanted Rygar to be a little timid for a couple of days. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fair. Oh yeah. What number what numbers did COVID interfere with? I assume he's talking uh, uh, attendance. I think a, no. attendance in uh in the game, yeah. There's the. Oh uh... well, yeah, it's just I don't know. I don't know how you do it. You have to start young. You have to start like with your kids, um, in in letting them know that women's basketball is important. But if a league can't pay its players, a professional sports league can't play its. It's professional players to be full-time employees. It's very hard to take serious. I mean, it really is. It's... Sure, sure. But I'd like to try to help. I mean, like, I'd like to go to some more games. Not, I, I don't just want to help. Like, I enjoyed watching basketball. I want to bring others to go watch you, this. You also support a lot of bad things, too, though, like historically wow. – I mean, you were on Twitter the other day championing the, the daylight savings change. I, I, I was not championing the daylight savings time. You I were was, championing I the was, daylight savings time. I was, looking, I was looking for something good in the whole damn thing. And here's something good. In the mornings, 
Our whole house had been sleeping until 7 a.m. because it was dark until 7. The oldest has to be to school by 8, and I always try to drop the youngest off first, and it's a walk. Good 10 to 15 minutes. So things weren't going great. Hell, everybody was up by 6.30 on Monday after daylight savings kicked in because the lights were working great. I found the silver lining. The lights are called sun, Clark. Right. The lights are on. The lights are the outside lights, you know, the natural one. The big light. The big light in the sky. (sighs) So uh, Aaron Rodgers has the COVID, and then he he went on television, and he pissed you off. You were very upset about it. I don't care. You know what? He's a professional athlete. These guys, these guys are concerned about what they put in their body. They, 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 um, they have a right to their own bodies. They have a right to do whatever the hell they wanted. You know what? I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I know that uh, race car driver used to peg him, but uh, besides that, I don't care. I really don't care, and uh, I, I have nothing bad to say about the fellow. He said, "I used to like in the off season. I was a fan." I, uh, of what he was doing, I thought the Packers were in the wrong. Like, hey, try to get some more behind this guy. And even, like, I don't know. Why, are, why, why, would you tell the, why would you tell people that you've been immunized when that's not true? Like, that's not, that's not true. Uh, it's, and the it's stuff that you took, business. like, that's not true. Why, is the question why, why do you think that you're above everybody else and you don't have to follow the rules? that anybody else who's not vac- vaccinated has to follow. Well, why, why do you so walk around without a mask is, on there? So you're saying everybody is required to be vaccinated? The government no. hasn't said that. No, I'm saying everybody in the league, if you're not vaccinated, you're supposed to wear a mask on the sideline. You're supposed to wear a mask in the press conferences. He didn't do any of that. He, he, yeah. he walked around acting like he was a vaccinated person. And then he goes on and he just he said everything off of the bingo card of, I, so I've done my are. own studies. I talked to my buddies. I talked to my I talked to my 20 friends and they told me that I didn't need to get vaccinated. Well, did you have a chance to talk to doctors? He even said on that interview that he talked to doctors. Then the NFL came out and said he didn't talk to our doctors. Like he's just he's full of shit. Like he's full of shit. They don't trust the NFL doctors. The NFL doctors have an agenda. Number one. Number two. Do you think do you think following the rules of the league is important? What's that? Do you think following the league's rules is important in Paramount? I, I think that that is, a, that is a rule that should be followed to protect the other people around them. So some rules you, you think should be followed, but other rules are okay to break. I didn't say that rules should be broken. I, I think there are rules that the NFL has that should be changed, such as the taunting rule. That needs to be changed. Throw that out the window. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I, I remember you being very uh, supportive of Colin Kaepernick being able to disrupt uh, pregames and being able to make uh, statements and go against the league's rules. But Aaron Rodgers must absolutely follow the rules or he, he's hurting the integrity of the league. Now, the you're, you're comparing a lot. Of, you're comparing thousand. two completely different things there. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. A rule's a rule. No, you're, you're comparing two different you're disrupting, things. No, not, not whatsoever are they two different things. Yeah, they absolutely are. No, they are. No. If, yeah. If, if, the league They're says completely hey, different things. We, no, 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 no. The league is a marketing business. The league yeah. says, hey, listen, we are marketing our game. We do not want players taking these. We don't want players. It doesn't matter the agenda. We don't want players injecting an agenda in the game. We don't want Brandon Marshall wearing uh, mentally ill socks. 
even though it's a wonderful organization. What has the league come out and said about the Colin Kaepernick stuff now? What did, what did what did what did the uh, what, what did the commissioner say about it? He said that he, that's said, that's he said the league he said the league was in the, the wrong. The rule was set. The he said the league set. was in the wrong here. Well, even if it was wrong, the rule yeah. was there, and yeah. they were asking him not to do it, and he continued to do it. So if a guy is at fault, well, then Aaron Rodgers he broke a rule too. It's fine. <laughs> it's not fine. He's putting other people in danger. That's is that's he the really bottom line. Though? Yeah. How many? He absolutely COVID has happened, COVID, since the beginning of COVID, how many NFL players have died because of COVID? It's not about the NFL players necessarily. I mean, okay. you're talking about press well, conferences where there's other reporters in there as well. Like it's everybody. How many? It's flaunting the rules died? that are how there to make everything safer. Have died because of COVID? Are you, you telling me that it's not making everybody safer in the world playing outdoor football? And he decides that he's a guy who doesn't want to put something in his body because he doesn't trust it. Now, I I'm fully support vaccinations. I'm vaccinated. I think you should be vaccinated. I don't know about, you know, you, 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 you're, you've been vaccinated six times, seven times now. I've only got vaccinated 22 times. I'm vaccinated 22 times for the COVID. I've gone every, every other week. Yeah, I know. You, you got the COVID. No, I've, I've done the three. I've done I the three Pfizer. fully support vaccination, but I also support people's rights to be able to. I think everybody should be able to choose what they do, but I also think that a, that a league could tell you that you can't play or you have to have certain rules if you don't get vaccinated. Like, that's just, yeah. a, that's just a public safety. Rules and it's not about the NFL players. It's about who they're bringing it home to. I mean, if you want to talk about – there's NBA players that – uh, Carl Anthony Towns lost seven family members to this thing. Are you going to tell those folks that, oh, this guy doesn't want to wear a mask uh, amongst the NBA players? So, you know what? Fuck it. If your family gets it because I'm not wearing a mask, fuck them. Forget well, about everyone that. Everyone else should be vaccinated within the league, anyways. So, if the majority of the league is vaccinated, it's kind of a moot point. So, I, I mean, yeah. I, if an athlete doesn't want an athlete whose body, who who must who breaks down everything they put in their body? Um, they make decisions on on a daily basis, and the league governs against. And, and you know you get you put something in the body that's deemed a steroid. You we're, get it. We're getting canceled here. Uh, Joel joined in and just said that he's happy that he was able to be here for the final episode of the show. Oh, thank you. So we're going to be done now. We're going to be done now. Al, I'm good with people making their personal choices on this, but also I'm good. Uh, I want them to make, I want to make sure that they have done all the studying and not just listen to Joe Rogan and a bunch of their friends. Like that is fucking insane. He says that there was something in the vaccination, you know, when he broke down what's in it, that he's allergic to. Yeah, me too. I I got the hives from the last booster. I was obviously allergic to something that's in it. Who gives a fuck? But, but well, you decided to get the hives and you were okay with it. He doesn't want to take that what's, risk. What's he allergic to? Did he say? No. Because yeah, I, I, don't, I don't fucking buy it. If he's willing to lie to us about anything else, I don't buy it. That being said, well, it's his personal choice that if he's really concerned about, about something be, that, that'll kill him that's in it, then fine. Green Bay, Green don't Bay has take been it. Fine three, uh, this just but Green wear Bay the mask. Fine, this just in. Green Bay has been fined $300,000. Oh. And Aaron uh, Rodgers has been... Uh, uh, Fine $14,000. 14 whole thousand dollars. And $300,000 from the And team. he just Which, left. by the way, he's leaving anyway. So. And he ah, just Fuck you, Green Bay. That's so So crazy. he pays the fine. 
I mean, that's it. That's good. That's fine. It's fair. They had rules. He broke them. There's a penalty. He pays the penalty. But I don't feel the need to. I don't feel the need to criticize the guy for it. That's all. I'm not. I'm not here to criticize his decision to not get vaccinated. I'm here to criticize that he wasn't willing to take the other precautions as well, knowing that he's not vaccinated. If you don't want to get vaccinated, fine, but don't put other people in fucking harm's way. That's it. Like, that's fine. But I, I, don't, think he, I, I don't think he put that many people in that many harm's way. That many people. And there's, obviously, and there's obviously nothing that has happened because of it. You know, or that would be breaking news if, if we found out that the uh, concession stand person. Sure. Uh, so, so he hasn't. Died. So he hasn't happened to know that. So big deal. You know, but you know, uh, rugs we do know killed somebody. So fourteen thousand know. is nothing. That's crazy. That's like a slap on the wrist, but that's fine. It is what it is. Listen, I mean, there's guys. There's guys on construction sites. Who, who aren't going to want to get vaccinated? Obviously, the more blue collar the profession, um, and, and and the state. I mean, my, there's different opinions. My hometown is at a thirty thirty seven percent. Thirty seven percent. Down here in Texas, there's very little. <clears throat> you know, you wear you wear the mask in the Uber. Do you? Um, when I walked into the uh, when I walked into the pool today, when I went into Barton Springs, they told me they're like, "Hey, listen, you have to put the mask on." To cross the threshold between entering and exiting. Outside of that, yeah. you can do whatever you want. I said, okay. Yep. Yeah. That, it's, a, it's a hell of a wild time. I also don't quite understand why Chicago is still in the – like we're still masking – Inside, we dropped below that threshold of the number yeah, it was, months ago, and, how, and I, I think it has to do with it being winter now. But and how, how does Texas and, and Florida? Um, well, a lot more people have died in Florida from it. Like, yeah, yeah they're, num- they're also hundred years old. In their numbers Everyone are back down. Yeah, so they were okay with just killing tons and tons of older people. So that's fine. I think that we 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 took a lot of precautions and it helped more people live. And that I mean that's a conversation we can have forever. I can't believe we're having it on the show tonight, but that's fine. Yeah, and let me tell you something else. I tell you what, I guarantee you, there's so many CEOs and guys with money. And guys in positions of power who are faking vaccinations within these corporations, I fucking guarantee it. You know, and why? just because they don't have celebrity status, they're getting away with it. Why do you want them to so, fake it? Or why? Why do you I, think I they're faking it? I don't want them it? to. I'm telling them that that's happening. That people are making up their own minds because it, it is something you're you're injecting into your body. It's something that you're taking you're, a blind trust with your government. But why would you fake it? Somebody you should. Because you have to. Huh? Because you have to. I don't because think there's people. I no, mean, if the, the government has said if there's more than a hundred people at a job, you know, so you're talking about like a corporation, you know, Google, you know, Google. Everyone at Google has to get vaccinated. I guarantee you, there's probably a CEO or there's somebody high up who is telling the workers they have to be vaccinated and saying this has to be done because they're required to by the government, but their own personal feelings on it. Uh, they don't want to, and they're faking it. I, I guarantee it. 
I mean, just based on statistics alone, you know this is happening. It's gonna so, get it's gonna get the numbers there. Yeah, it'll get the numbers. Numbers will be up up enough, like a higher percentage. With that, not I, everyone is a douchebag. That's that's right. Not everybody. I would say the majority of people are getting it. I'm not Which, a huge fan of of um of mandates. That's for sure. But I well, do I think just, but I, I do think everybody I, should get it. I think everybody should get it too. But I also respect people's personal freedoms. I mean, that, that is fundamentally what, who are what, they what learning about? from that it's not a good thing. Like that's my problem. Like, well, where, there's not, there's not a, because there's not a lot of long term. There's not a lot of people a, reading up on. There's it. not a lot of long term science either way. So you're saying, I mean, you're saying it's absolutely 100 percent perfect, and you're probably right. I, I mean, I would say I'm not saying it's absolutely 100 percent perfect. I'm saying it seems like like everything points in the direction of. Let's but, just try but to fucking limit there's a 1% chance this. that there isn't. And, you know, those people have a right to look at that 1% and, and, and play to that 1%. That's a hell of a – I mean, I guess I, I'll go put it all on uh, – I'll go to the roulette table, and I'll put it all on number one. And yeah. that's fine. That's fine, and you're going to lose. Yeah. But you might win. There you go. Fair enough. And this has been Science Talk with live at the sports attic. Thanks for having the conversation with me, Al. Well, Aaron Rodgers is a douchebag regardless. Absolutely. I mean, the, the, that's, that goes without that, saying. That we can agree on. Yes. Well, I mean, the, the, the dude say him yelling, him yelling at Chicago fans, I own you, I own you, is not a penalty. But it is a penalty if you walk over and you look at a sideline. That is a right. penalty. Okay, right. just so we know. Can I ask you this? Did Ben Roethlisberger get a couple calls that Justin Fields didn't get last night? I mean, speaking of a menace to society, that guy's a great people. Fucking Ben uh, Roethlisberger. But, Fuck that dude. Yes. But, but did uh, he? But did he? Yeah. Did he get? He some, did he get a call? Did Justin Fields not get at least one helmet to helmet to him that didn't get called? Maybe two. Were you watching the same game that I did? I, I was watching the same game. I was intoxicated, but I did watch the game, and yes, they, it was it was unfair. That whole officiating staff. I do. They should be, uh, I do want to say fired. this. Hawker has pointed. He's figured out our show. Uh, they've figured out our show that uh, uh, that we uh, we definitely have a lot of bad takes on this show, Hawker. And I will agree. You, you've gotten to the bottom of it. We, Listen, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm no scientist. God damn it, I'm this keeps moving. I can't, even, I can't get to the right one. I want to, I want to put this up. Now, now I've, there we go. So many bad takes tonight. I have a lot of bad takes. I'll say it 100%. Absolutely. I never do. One, I'm always 100% yes. with yes. good takes. They, they call me good take, Al. Absolutely. Um, but, back to the, the penalties of, of last night and, and then Justin Fields, some calls missed late hits. One, he was kind of running on, he got hit on. It looked like he got jacked up pretty good, but he jumped back up. It, is that just the young quarterback, the rookie quarterback, not getting the calls? Is yeah, that what it is? I mean, it, yeah, he's not a star yet. So he's not getting star treatment. I think I think we have the making of a star. I think he will be a star, but as of right now, ugh. 
Marsh is fun. Yeah. I mean, that karate kick was. And I mean, well, that was Dolomite level good. I want to watch that. I, I just saw a picture of him giving his post-game interview, and I just want to watch it again. I think he looked awesome. Uh, my concern is that he, he could get cut after after well, yeah. that, right? Like, like he might not be back, but after a sack, you know, like maybe he would. No? Uh, well, he was just a dude who was called up from the practice squad that day. And earlier this year was cut by the by Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, so God, oh, I didn't know that. So, so then, wow, even more emotion. Yeah, he was so, like, why would you not have him? They're trying to dictate what emotion you can have and what emotion you can't have. And that's tough. Like, that's what's They're happening with ridiculous. the Lewis. Huh? They're getting ridiculous. You should be able to – you should be able to celebrate touchdowns. You should be able to uh, – Everybody celebrate you know, the sack. Look, look at sidelines. You can look at the sidelines. I think that's safe. <laughs> I don't think it's controversial to say or a bad take to say that the sideline uh, – looking at the sideline is bad. It appears the that they have doubled down today, that the league doubled down on it. Is what it looks like. I think they they doubled out on the that being a taunting penalty. Yeah, and that's crazy. They, uh, Boomer Esiason today said that uh, that that referee should get two weeks, two weeks off, and he shouldn't be in the playoffs for leaning back and bumping in. I saw Dean Blandino earlier on uh, on the Dan Patrick show, and he said watching that video. I can't deny that he stepped back into him, but he just understand why he would do that on purpose. Do you understand that? Right. Well, why the player would purposefully or the referee? Yeah. Which one? Which one are you saying? Why? Why the referee would step back into him? He didn't understand. Oh. But it, but he said it did everything. Watching the video, he he stepped back into the player. He absolutely stepped back into the player. He did. He did. I don't know if it was an accident or, or what the case may be, but regardless, there was no penalty there. there. There was no reason for a penalty, and that was a breaking point in the game. Um, I know it didn't fully matter as much, like they, they were able to recover from that play, but uh, it's still, it, it just, it was a momentum shift. Like the Bears had fire, you know, they were, they were ready to like take it to another level, and uh, that just killed the momentum. So, you know, and then football is massively a game of momentum. The uh, the special teams touchdown was pretty great. Live, live, I thought for sure he was yeah. down, but uh, the replay. Yeah. Oh, the the people behind me were sure. I'm like, no, it was 100. percent You know, and uh, yeah, it, it looked good. So. Yeah, that's fun. I'm glad you enjoyed watching the game last night. Yeah, I wish there was a Bears game uh, Sunday. I, I think Sunday I'm going to go and go see my buddy from high school I played football with. Uh, oh, I think wow. I'm going to head over to his house and watch sun, some Sunday football. I haven't seen him in maybe 25 years. so That'll be good. That's fun. You've been in somewhat contact with him here and there? Yeah, we played. To, we may have colluded once or twice. Yeah, all right. Some yep, I thought. I think I might know. Good. <laughs> Say hey, to Ed. Yep. Good. Yeah. That'll be great. I'm That's actually good. meeting for him. Him uh, meeting him for lunch tomorrow. Okay. At a Mexican restaurant. Nice. I've been craving. I've been craving some Mexican too. So it's, did he uh, give you? Did he perfect. pick? Did he pick the place? Being the local fella. He picked the place. Yeah. 
Nice. That'll be great. He's a very, I mean, he's in the military. He's a very healthy person, very healthy. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little concerned maybe that for the, you know, we might be, it might be like uh, avocado rolls or Hang whatnot, on. but. Uh, I don't know if I've ever been to a Mexican restaurant where I can't just like go heavy duty on it as yeah, well. Yeah, like, yeah, that's true. You can do whatever you want. You can go healthy. That's, you can go not healthy. Very, but I might be intimidated, you know. Like if he's getting, uh, if he's eating very healthy, no cheese, a, no cheese on the burrito, no, you know. Well, I mean, I'm an El, I, I like my El Pastor tacos. So that's my. You can food. have chips and salsa, but not chips and guac. Right, right. You don't want to add. You can't add it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Man, I am at the least healthiest point of my life in, a, in many, many years. And, like, just being down here and this being just a food vacation is, like, like I just feel like an absolute blimp. So I feel bad when I'm on the plane. I do, you know. You, you know? think everybody there is light in Texas? It doesn't feel like it'd be like, well, no, a lot of in shape Austin folks. Is, like, Austin is a very healthy. Oh, like, I mean, Austin is, just, like, it's it's the liberal area of this of whole this state, city, right? It's 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 basically San Francisco here. The 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 entire city is hills. Oh, it's all tech now. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's basically tech. Okay, Are, it's is, all hills. Is Austin what you hear about when Texas says, "Don't move to our state from California"? Like you you see people bitching about that. Is that what Austin's becoming? Yes, yes. Austin is very. I mean, it always was. It's not becoming. I mean, it's always okay. been an epicenter of. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, the state capitals hail it here, but the college, I mean, you got to remember it's a college town. College towns tend to be very liberal. Did you, uh, and, uh, there was a hippie movement that came here through the seventies. Okay. And uh, what is you know, there? East a, Congress street, a bat bridge. Is that what there is out there? Do you go to that? Is that a thing of yours to do? I've heard about the bat bridge. I, I uh, last time I was down here, uh, I went on a hike with a buddy and, uh, there might've been some acid involved and, uh, we ended up at a bridge with a lot of bats. So I assume that's what you're talking about. And? They're bats. You see bats. They fly around. Okay. And it's a bridge. Okay. There's a bridge. It's a, got a bridge. There's bats flying around. Fair. A lot of bats. Fair. Oh, man. You like bats? You know, there's bats. You don't like bats? I don't, then, I don't, I don't know, know if we lost all of our viewers or, or listeners with that, uh, with the bat talk or the vax talk. But... Well, then they're going to miss a, a, a touching tribute to the great, late, great Dean Stockwell, who passed away at 85 years old today. Of course, you know, you know him as Al from Quantum Leap, uh, Blue Velvet. Ziggy. Uh, you know, Blue Velvet, him sniffing the gases. Um, what, what was I mean, that's the good stuff. It was this. This was, this was his move. Ziggy. Ziggy. <laughs> Oh. Uh, I loved it. I That's mean, a great show. It's a great show. I, he was the first. He was the first guy on TV named Al that I liked because you know besides that it was the guy who ran the diner on Happy Days. Ensign Al Calavici. Calavici. That sounds. You say it better than I do. Calavici. I know the final episode. He ends up uh, leaping in. Now, if you would have asked me a week ago, is Dean Stockwell alive? I would have said no. Absolutely really? not. Really? 100% would have guessed he was dead. If we did on this on the show last week, I would have gone with yes with a probably 70% for sure. That he's dead or alive? That he's alive. I would really? have said alive. Wow. Yeah, because I don't, I don't recall him passing. 
I could have sworn, and it, it might have been that thing where you think, what, what's that, the Mandela effect. The Mandela effect, but yeah. I, I 100% remember reading an article about him passing, and I also would have thought he was older than he was. What was like, his age? I thought he was like 75. Because when I was 20, I, I thought he was 70 then. Right, yeah. Right, he, looked, yeah. he was one of those dudes who looked old when he was probably young. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so for sure. Did we get anything from Scott Bakula today? Did did we get any? 85, 85. Did we get any Bakula quotes? Any, like. You would think you would get something, a statement from Scott Bakula. Very disappointed if we have not gotten anything from Scott Bakula on the passing of Dean Stockwell. It's the second quickest search to find. Scott Bakula mourns Quantum Leap co-star. This is a Hollywood reporter. I loved him dearly. He became a dear friend and, and mentor, and we grew very close over the next five very intense years. I bet, I bet, I bet they butted heads. You know, not much like you. You know, yeah. not, not different from you and I. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that. People do not know the like Monday through Friday wars we go through before these shows. <sighs> I mean, there's a, there's been cancellation. They got a little taste uh, of it. They got a little taste of it tonight, but that was there. A little, a little bit, a little taste of it tonight uh, with the backstop. Dean was uh, such a passionate man about life, his work, his art. Uh, he was an amazing artist. His family, all kinds of causes, people, music, the planet, cigars, golf, on and on. Bacula wrote in a lengthy statement. Having been a famous child actor, he had a soft spot for every young actor who came on our set. He was very protective of their rights and safety and always checked in with them to make sure they were okay. His big hearted response to the kids made all of us take notice and be better guardians ourselves. You know, this is an interesting thing and this is probably going to be another bad take for me. This is, this may be the worst uh, take. Uh, take I don't, of the I don't know. If it, I don't like you prefacing that, but that's, and, and, yeah. and this again goes to the fact that I'm not a scientist and I have no medical uh, knowledge whatsoever. Um, but have you ever noticed that uh, old people, and people who die old? I mean, eighty-five is pretty old for a dude. They don't have um, they don't have as many away. friends. No, they smoke cigars. Well, like if you think about all the like old actors who live to be a hundred, the Bob Hopes and the uh, the Milton Berle, or you know, I can't think of the other the other old dudes. They all smoke fucking cigars. You think maybe there's something to smoking cigars and living long? I mean, I know obviously it could kill you. You get the throat cancer, you drop dead. But if you survive the throat uh, cancer, you think maybe that uh, cigars enhance life? Because it seems to me they're always like, anytime you talk to old people, they, they're always like, I drink once a day, I smoke a cigar, and I have sex regularly. You know, who that's I'm, all it takes. You know what? I, I do too. I, I, think, I think you might be right. I think you and I are definitely the people to talk to about it, for sure. Um. Dr. Pepper. Maybe I should go to Yummy. some of my some of my Facebook friends to uh, to really get to the bottom of it. But here's the thing: you're right. Like I have noticed a lot of the a lot of, a lot of older folks who do pass away seem to have been into cigars and living their life yeah. a different way. But you know who else lives a long time? People who eat healthy and do not smoke cigars. I, you don't really hear about those people. I mean, they live like they have a higher quality of life. Their end game is generally better. But, uh, I mean, life is more about the mid game. You know, the late, the late game, not as important. The early game, I think mentally it's, it's good to have a good mental foundation. But the mid game is really where you're at. You know, 
Like, I'm living large. You know, I'm going to drop dead early. It's fine. You know, you probably have a new uh, Jason Ferrari. It's going to be the Ferrari and Larcher, the Ferrari and uh, Lawrence and show. Speaking of which, two, Jason Ferrari may be joining us next week, depending on if we've been canceled or not. But who knows? Um, cigars and Dr. Pecker, Dr. Pepper Hawker says. Hey. Uh, tricolor pasta says Marlboro Reds in five style. Oh, man. Oh, you know, we talked about Totino's pizza last week, and I went and I grabbed one. Oh, did you not grab it? The pizza? Yeah, not as good as Because that's what you guys were saying, the pizza, not the pizza rolls. Right. Whew. The I'm, crust is still really good. I, I dig the crust. Alexa, add, add Totino's pizza to the shop. I don't have one of those down here. I have one upstairs. It's, where the it's one of those things you've you got to sauce it yourself. You know, whether it be ranch dressing, I threw some ranch on mine. A Thousand Island. I highly recommend okay. Thousand Island on it. Can, uh, it, it. Can you throw or maybe a red sauce? Can you throw a little extra cheese, a little extra shredded on it? Does that help? I, I always I like doing that with pizza. The problem. I'm a cheese I don't guy. Think the cheese is the I, I do too. You know, uh, Vines on Lawrence or Vinny's on Lawrence. I had their pizza, and I always thought I for years, Vinny. like, oh, yeah. it's not very good. Right. And then the uh, uh, last couple of times I ordered it, I got it with extra cheese, and it's fucking magnifical. Oh, that's wonderful. So sometimes extra cheese works. Other times you need the sauce to figure it out. Man, the other day the kids, the kids and Lauren made pizza, and I was, uh, I was in the other room, I think prepping for the sh- – no, I was working. And she couldn't find the pizza sauce that I had bought. And I left the pizza sauce – you know where I left it, Al? On the counter so it could be found. Couldn't find it. Ended up using tomato sauce out of the fridge or out of the, out of the cupboard. Tomato sauce. Do you think I noticed? Nope. No, I did not. Hey, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you've heard this, but uh, uh, there's rumors, and that's all they are. It's speculation. Hey, does Chipotle Addict still uh, get to play in DraftKings? That. Odell Beckham Jr. has prioritized the Packers. I saw that. Number one destination. I saw that. That's ridiculous. That's yeah. Chipotle. What were you saying? Chipotle. Chipotle addict is still. Uh, he's still playing. He's still. How is he well. legal and you aren't legal? That's what I want to know. Man, he's he's one of the best. I beat. You know what? I beat him in a, in a twenty-two man tournament, and then a week later, I'm canceled. You don't fuck with Chipotle. No. No. Yeah. Od. Oh. Oh. Um. Beckham to the Packers is kind of scary. Yeah, it is. I mean, uh, they just – they have one guy they throw to. I think uh, Adams, uh, I know a couple weeks ago, is what has a 24% share rate of all passes going to him. You know, he's one of those guys yeah. – I think he leads the league in fantasy. And, and Rodgers uh, can also make a receiver and, out of a guy like Lazard or, uh, or the MJT or whatever the hell his name is, right? Like, he makes yeah, receivers well, yeah, out of these guys. So if he gets another talented guy, then what the hell? They haven't had that number two receiver to take pressure off of uh, Odell Beckham, or I'm sorry, off of uh, Devontae Adams. Was that so? You get a guy in there. Go ahead. I mean, that's dangerous. That's yeah. scary. Was that pro football talk that uh, fantasy that had the number one rated quarterback was Justin Fields this week? Really? And the lowest rated quarterback? Played for the Green Bay Packers. How good does that feel, Al? How good does that feel? It happened. That feels week. good. The Bears had it's the number one, happening. and the Green Bay Packers had the worst fucking quarterback. It, it's finally happening. It's starting. We waited to turn. a long time. 
Ryan Pace. Is gonna, Ryan Pace straight. is going to trade Justin Fields for Aaron Rodgers tomorrow, straight up. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't receiving, be shocked. Anything. All right, I'm pulling up receiving targets. Uh, yeah, Devontae has 34.5 percent of the target share goes to uh, Devontae Adams. 32.5% of touchdowns, 37% of all receiving yards go to uh, Devontae Adams. Wow. You know, uh, con- comparison, Tyreek Hill, he gets 26% of the share. Obviously, you have a good tight end there in Kelsey. Um, he does have a higher touchdown percentage rate at 36%. Yep. And he's, uh, you know, Cooper Cup, who has been dominant, who's been just being, being fed the ball. He's at 27% of uh, the market share for receptions for uh, targets. So, you know, uh, Devontae Adams, 34% at targets. If you give just, say, 10% off of that, and then you add another 10%, you know, from a scat length, I mean, you get a guy up, you could get, you could get ODB at, uh, you know, a 20% target share. Uh, if the dude isn't dust, if he could still play, then, you know, uh, the guy might be legit. You know, guys at 20% right now are guys like CeCe Lamb, Mari Cooper, uh, Robbie Anderson. I mean, Dallas, you know, they got the two star wide receivers and CeCe Lamb and Amari Cooper. Both of them are getting 20% of all uh, targets for their team. So, wow. you know, I, th- I think that could be a, a, a delightful yet dangerous uh, thing for the rest of the league. If he were to go there, I mean, it's, it's definitely a risk. I would want to take if I was, a, if I were the uh, Odell Beckham, I get why he'd want to go there. So yeah, it, it could get ugly. And all my prop bets against the Packers, uh, you know, that I made prior to them announcing Aaron Rodgers was going to play for them, like Minnesota winning the division, is falling apart. <clears throat> yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't want him to go there. I'm not. I'm not sure what he has left in the tank, but I think it's. I'm not sure what OBJ has, but I'm I'm pretty positive it's better than what's going on there. Yeah, outside of I Adams, mean, outside of Adams, who who's the second best offensive uh, non quarterback on the, the second best non quarterback on the team next to Aaron Jones, right, Al? Because you'd always pick Aaron Jones over Devontae Adams. Oh my God, I'm still tilted about that. And now in that league, you know, I lost, I lost Derek Henry. I've lost Kelvin Ridley. Oh geez. Uh, I'm still, I'm still, I still have a pretty damn good team. The Ridley one uh, came Kevin out of nowhere second. too. Yeah, That's, yeah, that, that was rough. I, I, I drafted him a lot too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, looking at the week and uh, oh, I'm on FanDuel. <laughs> oh, cool. What do you mean? You got a team? Well, I pulled up I pulled up Fantasy Labs, and, you know, it's usually defaulting DraftKings, but now yep. it's defaulting FanDuel player, you see. Of course. Uh, let's look at pricing, see if anything stands out. Well, it's not going to help you any because it's FanDuel. <laughs> I guess I could flip over to DraftKings because that's what, where most people play. Those of us not suspended play over at DraftKings. So three uh, more weeks of not playing or yeah, two more weeks? three more weeks. You get, wow. Three more weeks. I wonder how they just decide you can't play for a month. That's crazy. That was the ruling they came down on. Did you send the picture? You send the picture of your account with your license and all the shit they asked for? Oh, yeah, yeah. I had to jump. I had to apologize. I had to, 
admit my guilt. I mean, it was uh, it was a whole thing. Admit what it's guilt? Cousins. It's not guilt. It's oh, it's fucked up. I don't understand. Kirk Cousins has a has a dangerous floor, so it's definitely a risk. It's definitely not a cash play, but it's a tournament play. Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins at sixty one hundred, pivoting off of. Uh, you know, Josh Allen at 7,900 what, seems what like think, a decent play. What do you think Delvin Cook could affect that, though? Could Delvin Cook zero. affect Kirk Cousins? Zero point zero. Is Madison's fine? Um, well, they're, they're playing the fine. Chargers. All right, they're going to be passing. Yeah, I feel like the Chargers are a pass funnel, um, which, you know what, uh, what's his name? The Jefferson is due for a big game. Like he's been getting the targets, he's been getting the opportunity, and the big the big games have come here and there. But um, he has he's had some duds, and he's a guy I keep going back to in fantasy every week because his ownership keeps going down, and that's what you want to bet on. You want to bet on guys who have very high ceilings in tournaments, whose ownership is being suppressed for for uh, reasons of usually uh, uh, you know them trending downward. Um, but there's no there's no real reason, you know, when you look at data that he shouldn't, you know, still be bet on as a very high ceiling play. So, you know, uh, Minnesota stack against the Chargers is very sexy. Uh, something tells me that game is going to get steamed. It's going to get a lot of ownership because it is such a good play. You know, you got Mike, you got Mike Williams, who, who uh, always is a guy with a ceiling. You know, you got Keenan Allen, who gets all that underneath work. Um, so, you know, the, the actually, actually the Chargers have been very good at playing in the pass. Um, they're decent at stopping the run, and they're uh, actually they're they're they're, they're okay. I'm, I'm reading it backwards. They're, they're they give up about 30 point fantasy points to the wide receiver position per game, and statistically speaking, that's their worst category. They only average about uh, 20 points to running back, although they had a couple weeks where they just got stomped. You know, one of them being the Ravens, which I assume was uh, Lamar Jackson going off, and uh, the Browns put up 52 points on them. Uh, so, but, but since then, they've actually gotten better. So, yeah, I mean, I like that game, but it's going to have a lot of ownership. Just makes too much sense. Okay. What's what's the over under there? I uh, I can look. That's a good question. Um, Vegas over and under. The over and under on that game is fifty two point five, which makes it the second highest over under on the week. The first being the Dallas Cowboys at the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, that's going to be another game that's going to be fairly easy to stack. But now that Ridley is gone, there's not a lot of equity in the Atlanta Falcons to run back. So that that could be a very lopsided game where you might not even want to look at a run back. Um, okay. You know, I mean, your 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 wide receivers are just fucking dust. Uh, Ty J Sharp, Russell Gage, speaking wow. of uh, Bears okay. ghosts, and uh, Olamide Zacharias. Uh, so you got Zacharias Gage or Sharp as your potential run backs. I mean, the only play there from a receiving standpoint is Kyle Pitts. And in my model, uh, Hayden Hurst is actually popping better. But at 5,800, I think, uh, especially the opportunity he gets, Kyle Pitts is the only run back there. So I would 
double stack Dallas, uh, CeCe Lamb, uh, Amari Cooper, Dak Prescott. I would definitely have sprinkle Zeke in the mix. I would even, you know, do a triple stack with Zeke and two of the pass catchers. I don't know if Gallup is coming back this week. I don't think he is. Their tight end has been an absolute smash, um, Dalton Schultz. So, you know, you, you, you definitely want to double stack Dallas this week and then run it back. Lamb with or Cooper, uh, Lamb yeah. with Schultz. Wilson. Oh. Gallup is questionable, but he's listed as a possible play. Um, at $4,000, nearing the stone minimum on DraftKings at wide receiver, I definitely would look at Michael Gallup if Michael Gallup is playing. Because you, you bet on guys coming back before the market gets there. You know, there's a risk um, in playing a guy who's coming off of an injury. But that Seattle-Green Bay game with two quarterbacks coming back, two of the best, with Russell Wilson. Is, is, is Aaron Rodgers definitely coming back? Uh I'd, I'd say yes. It sounds like it. I, I, I thought it was like a two-week deal. I thought. Uh, I think Saturday is eligible. Okay. By league standards, uh, well, he, so assuming he, I, I would assume he has to pass tests and whatnot at this point. But assuming that he's back, and that's a forty-nine point five over under right now. Yeah. Devonte Adams rocking at eighty-seven. I tell you what, Eagles, Eagles in the hammer in the late game. Uh, Eagles Denver just has potential for being a bad shootout. All right. Uh, Jacksonville Indy is intriguing. Uh, man, I'm done betting on the Browns. Speaking of DraftKings, can I before we get to the end of the show today, may I bring up Al that you definitely yeah. said you, you definitely sent out to the refs of our league the lineup that you would have played because yeah. you wanted so desperately for somebody to beat me. Yeah, I did. Would you? But I was actually. Did anyone play? Did anyone play that I, team? I don't know. That's I don't have access to DraftKings. Um, mm-hmm. I will say I was I was actually trying to sabotage people and help you, Clark. Oh, you were. Because as I've told you many a times, uh-huh. I would never play the highest played quarterback, and that was a Josh Allen team. So uh-huh. that actually would not have been the team I would have played. But it statistically was a very good team. This would be good. It was a high projected team. I just didn't feel like making a team, so I went with uh, I went with uh, uh, projections as opposed to my own personal take. Um, uh, Joel wants you to go on Pat McAfee to explain explain your suspension. I, I would be happy. I would be happy to because listen, this is a crime against humanity. The fact that I'm not uh, in the DraftKings world right now. Oh man, should, should, do you, what if I write an email to him? Can they bring you back earlier? I I, I would advise against that, but thank you. Oh man, it, I don't know. You think? Oh, they see. yeah, that might not be a good idea for me to do at this point. Do you think they know? No, no. Uh, I had yep. <laughs> I had a customer who really wanted to sing, and uh, you know, I just walked in and she was very annoying, very annoying. Mm-hmm. And I explained the situation to her, you know, that there's a line, I'm going to get to her. And then she asked me if I tipped her, could she move up? And Wait, I'm if like, you well, tipped her? I'm sorry, if she tipped that, me. I mean, that's pretty bold. She, like, she's like, she's like, what is it about the money? And I'm like, no, not really. I'm like, the wait really isn't that long. Like a half an hour is your wait on a Saturday. Like, you know, I just need you to be patient. 
And then uh, she's like, well, I'll tip you, but I'm a teacher and I don't make that much. And I'm oh, thinking to myself, yeah. well, you know, you probably make more than I do. So, you know, I mean, there's that. But anyways, I'm like, okay, you know, don't just, just, just relax. So after a song, one song, she comes back up to me. When am I going? When am I going? And I'm like, listen, I really need you to be patient. That's all I'm asking for is your patience right now. I said, you're a school teacher. I'm like, you know, she, I'm like, you know, it's not about you. Like if you have a kid, she's like, well, I'm a really good singer. And I go, well, as a school teacher, if you have a student who's really, really smart, do you treat them better than all the other students? And she goes, actually, yes, I do. Wow. I go, okay, well, you know, morally speaking, that's probably not the best thing. Um, you know, that's oh. why I'm concerned about the Chicago How public school system. So, uh, you know, she went away, and then another song plays. She comes up. When am I going? When am I going? Oh, and I every other song? Her, She's coming up every other song? Every song. Oh, and I, I, I firmly told her, like, I'm not enjoying this conversation. I'm not enjoying this whatsoever. Can you please leave me alone? So now her friend comes up to me and asks me. This is, this is what the point of your story. The friend comes up and now asks, is there any way she could go? We told her we only have an hour. And I told her, well, the good news is you're going to say she's going to sing within the hour. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I got you. You're gonna, you you only have an hour to be here. That's cool. She will sing within the hour. Right. Well, when? Well, within the hour, she will sing. I can promise you that. The friend walks away. Another friend comes up to me after another song. When is she going to go? And I go, you know, I go, I bumped her up and I was being nice. But every time you guys come up, I'm really considering putting her back where she should, where she belongs in a fair way. Because I go, I'm not enjoying this. I'm like, this is not, this is not what I want to deal with right now. So uh, then like two songs later, it was her turn and uh, they must have left. So the friend did not help in that situation. Hang on. So she left before, before her song came up two songs later. She she never ended up singing. They they made the mistake. Well, like I said, from this day forward, there shall never be. A Cracker Barrel Summit with you. It's true, and there never has been. No, there hasn't. Uh, but your little your little uh, beer place that we had to go to instead of. Tricolor uh, Pasta must be new to this and doesn't understand the brand. I think he was calling you out on saying C.C. Lamb earlier in the show. What about C.C. Lamb? Uh, it, it's C.D. Lamb. It has been here for a year and a half. Larger names aren't really a thing, you know? Like, it's, yeah, just, no. it's not a thing. Yeah. Listen, Harry he Carey. Got, you got close like enough. Harry Carey with names. Yeah, you were there. We understood it. It's all good. Yep. Yeah. Well, friend. Listen, I deal with. I'm at that point where I'm getting to JR status here. Oh, you got a, you're wearing the blacks? <laughs> well, I'm not. You got to wet yourself? Um, I deal with... Well, like I said, from this day forward, there shall never be a Cracker Barrel Summit with you. I go through every... I'd like to thank Clark. ...every week in the NFL, and, and you know, I, I'm, and I'm good at fantasy football. You know, like I have a proven track record of winning lots of money. True. And uh, the thing is, though, like people will talk fantasy football with me and I'll completely, my mind will be in like 15 different places and I'll, I'll totally say the wrong thing, even though it's not what I mean to be talking about. So it's crazy, but yeah, I, I need a computer and I need information right in front of me. I'm not a guy who retains it and can like, you know, yeah. t- talk about the third. Guy. And the Chicago Cubs win the world series. 
Do we remember what the Cracker Barrel thing is from? Because somebody just asked what that drop was. Yeah, we went. We went down to. We went. I think it was Brent's uh, bachelor party. We were coming back up. I wanted to go to the Cracker Barrel and get a quick meal, but instead, you drove four hours out of the way to get a beer from a place that it doesn't even exist. Because because we had to stop over in Munster over at the. Uh... Over at uh, yeah, Three Floyds Brewery, Munster, Indiana, and, go to and Three Floyds. What really, what really hours, topped it off is you could hours out of the way. You couldn't even get a drink there. Drive. You couldn't even get a drink there because you don't drink beer, and they didn't have anything besides beer. I and I apologize disgusting. for that. I didn't realize that. All I wanted to do is is there a Cracker Barrel around there? Oh, I'm sorry. The uh, three, the Three Floyds. We could do a Cracker Barrel. No, no, I don't want Cracker no, Barrel. Good. I'm done. Yeah, you do. Done with the Cracker Barrel. I gotta find. Yeah, I, I never like want to eat in a Cracker Barrel with you in my you. life. I, I've made that commitment. There it is. Wow, I said that at the exact same time. I didn't even mean to. <laughs> I will never eat in a Cracker Barrel with you. That is 100% fact. And it's all coming back again. And it's all coming back. Yeah, oh, never. That was, I mean, just put it from my point of view. It's a four-hour drive. You add two extra hours. Hour-ish, and now, hour and a half. And, and now, and now, not only are we adding time on the trip, we're waiting to eat till the end of the fucking car ride because this motherfucking place is in Pink Floyd, uh, West Indiana. Munster, Munster, so we, we, Indiana. We had to go. We had to go. We, we had to get Munster cheese and drive all the way over there. So we had to wait. The cheese curds. The cheese like curds were really good. Like Plus, I got like three, three cases of beer for ten bucks. They're ten bucks a, the a six pack, sucked. which you can't find the, that the, much. No wonder the place is closed down. The, 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 oh, the food sucked balls. I That's mean, it was not why they situation. closed it down. They closed it down because they make more money off the booze. It's fine. Yeah, because the food was shitty. Hey, Al, come, come on, Al. Cloudy Cloud Cloud says, who's Cloudy Cloud? Is that a friend of yours? No, but they're good people. They sound like it. All right, brother. Brother, uh, what, what's uh, what? Are you definitely going out tonight, or that, did that uh, love potion number nine get you? The Delta Nine, did that get you? Well, I'm going to eat more Delta Nine. I'm, well, it's Delta Ten. The guy, I went to the shop to get the Delta Eight, and he's like, "Well, well, now we have the Delta Ten. Oh. He goes, "It's really high potent. It says high potency on the bag." Uh, so now I'm like, you know, I might pop another one of those and see what happens. All right. See if maybe I Uber. All right. You know, to some uh, if, some hillbilly joint. If anyone there. has a suggestion for him listening uh, tomorrow on your on your podcast, on your way to work, out on your your run, or whatnot, I know we have a few <laughs> folks that are listening to that there. For those of you watching right now, shoot a shoot us a tweet over at at Larcher Lawrence and let Al know where to go. Shoot him a tweet at Larcher than life. Uh, let him know suggestions. It sounds like you know what you're doing down there, Al, but it's always nice to get a couple extra. Couple extra hollers yeah. from friends, from listeners. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell me where the happenings are. I'm down for the happenings. Yep. Me too. Well then. I thought for sure I was gonna come on here and you'd be out doing your happenings. And uh and I'd do like a ten minute show. I I, I started writing down Bull stuff to talk about, and bear stuff to talk about, and that was going to be about it. 
Well, you, you got a full show because I am committed. Well, we know how bad that would have been. I should be committed, but I'm also committed. Yep. See you, Cloudy Cloud Cloud. See you, everybody else. Peace and love. You're back, love. you're back in town next week? Yeah, I'll be back next week. We'll wrap up uh, all my happenings there in uh, the beautiful state of Texas. You'll figure out if you're still suspended. Right. Yep. All right, brother. Have a good night.